Welcome to the Put Yourself First podcast. This community is all about empowering women like you to put yourself first and achieve your goals so you can live your next level life. I'm your host, Kat Horrocks, a mindset and success coach dedicated to changing women's lives worldwide in the work that I do. On this podcast, you can expect interviews with leading experts in the fields of personal development, business and career success, mindset, spirituality, well-being, and so much more, along with insights and behind-the-scenes access to my own story and the techniques and tools I use with my private clients, so you can level up in every area of your life. If you're ready to create and manifest your vision and watch your goals become your reality, then you're in the right place. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hi, welcome back. I have an exciting announcement that is in line with this week's topic. So if you've clicked download, if you clicked play today and you're interested in the topic of confidence and self-belief, maybe you struggle with it right now, maybe it's a blind spot for you, maybe you know that it's always something you can be deepening and strengthening within yourself. I am hosting a totally free workshop called How to Create Unshakable Self-Belief and it's going to be a free workshop on Zoom held live on Monday the 14th of June at 7.30pm UK time. So that's Monday the 14th of June at 7.30pm UK time. So if you're listening the week the podcast goes live, head to the show notes and click the link at the top of the show notes for you to be able to quickly sign up in two minutes and have your place confirmed. This is a completely free workshop, so head to the show notes or you can type directly into your browser cathorrocks.com forward slash free workshop. That's cathorrocks.com forward slash free workshop if you're on the go and you don't want to forget to click that show note link. This is in celebration of the Sisterhood Doors opening again in June, so all attendees to the workshop will be invited to join the Sisterhood, which is my personal growth and goal-setting community and membership for ambitious women who are ready to put themselves first and achieve their goals. So you will be invited to join and you will receive some juicy exclusives if you decide to join after the workshop that will be exclusively available to you as an attendee. However, the workshop is totally free, so it's going to be packed full of value whether it's the right time for you or not. And if it is, you just get a flavour of what it's like to experience group coaching and the kind of mentorship and support that I provide within the sisterhood group. So head to the link in the show notes to be part of that 
We've already got over 60 women signed up, which is so exciting. I am completely blown away at the response. It's only been a few days since I announced it and you've still got plenty of time to sign up. Even if you're listening to this, literally on the 14th, you can still sign up. So I'm excited to see you there and I hope you can make it. Today, I wanted to talk about my journey with self, self-worth, self specifically the barriers that I experienced and the, the key struggles that I faced and how I overcame them. So your walk away today, hopefully resonating with at least one of these things and you'll have something actionable to take away and apply to your life so that you can see a difference in your confidence and self-worth. That is my intention for today and I think sometimes it helps to know you're not alone, it helps to know that I, you know, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt and there is, there is a way out if you struggle with any number of these things. It's not an overnight, you know, here's this quick fix and suddenly you're like Sasha Fierce, Beyonce style one day to the next. This is an everyday thing that we work at. However, I do want you to know that if you're struggling right now with your confidence, there is a way out. You have so much potential and you are so capable of becoming a more confident version of yourself. It is wired in your DNA that you are infinitely capable, you have infinite potential, you are worthy of so much more than you give yourself credit for and if you are struggling with this right now I just want to say up front I've been there it's shit (laughs) it hurts it's hard it holds you back at work it holds you back in relationships it holds you back in social life it holds you back in general and there is a way out the first thing I want to say And the first thing that I classically really, really struggled with and put a lot of, gave a lot of weight to was external validation. I think external validation is such a barrier to true, unshakable self-belief and self-worth because of the very nature of because of the very nature of validation, you know, the the only person who can ever validate you is yourself, truly. And we get into really murky territory when we seek external validation and we rely on something outside of ourselves in order to be good enough, in order to feel worthy, in order to know we've done a good job or know we are enough, know we are worthy. The trouble with external validation and to give an example, to give some examples, this might be you only feel confident at work 
when a colleague or your boss gives you positive feedback or you only feel like you're doing well in your business if your parents are proud of you. <laughs> Raising my hand on that one. That was something I that crippled me for so many years. Maybe you only feel you only feel good enough as a partner if your you know romantic partner um pays you a ton of compliments or you know the person you're dating like text you back all that kind of stuff when we're looking outside of ourselves and seeking validation from external places that is a really dangerous place to be because that is conditional because i know this is this is tough this is a tough life lesson but it's really important other people's validation, other people's acceptance, other people's pride, other people's opinion of you, other people's, you know, yes, this is great, you're great, you're good enough, you've done a good job. Other people's stuff is conditional because if you weren't performing well at work, your colleague wouldn't praise you and wouldn't give you good feedback. If you aren't, you know, if you're having a quiet month in your business, then your family aren't gonna turn around and say, great job. If you're, you know, if you're dating someone who's avoidant and emotionally unavailable, they're not gonna text you back or they're gonna, you know, play mind games or whatever. We've all been we've all been there. And so if we're basing our our self-worth and the belief we have in ourselves on conditional and external validation, that is a dangerous game to play. And the the sooner you can notice this, the better. Because when you realise you're craving that, first of all, it's totally normal to crave that. It's a part of being a human being and craving that connection. We're hardwired for connection. So it's, you know, it's a survival mechanism. This is like primitive, you know, survival instinct I'm talking about here that is hardwired in your DNA. So it's hardwired within you to be to be like perceived as sexy to a romantic partner it's hardwired within you to be perceived as worthy of love and affection from your family because you needed that to survive you literally needed that to survive and so when we're adults we're like oh well why why am i so why do I get so caught up on my family's opinion of my career or my business or my relationship or whatever? That is why. <laughs> because that's how you learn. That's how you learn to survive. And surviving often means being, you know, being receiving love and acceptance, receiving that validation. So the quicker you can be aware of it, the better. 
And how we tackle this is we become, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit in another point, we become self-resourced. So there's a reason you seek that external validation because you perceive that that validation is required in order for you to be good enough. So I need my family to tell me I'm doing a good job because that means they love me. That means they accept me. And we need to get clear on the opposite of that. So what are you afraid of in the absence of that validation? What are you afraid of in the absence of that validation? So in the absence of your family members being proud of you in your career, that is possibly abandonment. Maybe if the absence of validation on social media from your community, the absence of that validation looks like rejection or failure. You know, my business is failing because I've not got the validation of people buying from me. Maybe with a romantic partner, it's the fear of rejection. Maybe it's the fear of judgment. That's a big one that comes up. That's often tied into most most validation. You know, we want it's we want that connection. We want to be acceptable. And so if we you know, if we didn't receive that praise or that that validation in some way, that would mean we are being negatively judged. We are being painted in a bad light. So you need to get clear on what you're afraid of because we can work with that. And how we work with that is what are you afraid of and how can you protect yourself from that? How can you, or I should say, how can you provide that security for yourself with yourself so I cannot you know going back to what I said about the conditional the conditional element of that external validation I cannot I cannot say that I will always be accepted by other people I cannot say that I will never be judged I cannot say that I will never be abandoned or I will never be rejected because A, that validation is conditional based on that person's perception and that person's view of what is and isn't worthy of that validation. And so if I, through my conscious doing or not, if I am not deemed to be worthy of receiving that validation, I am not going to receive it. So it's very it's very conditional and that means that I cannot rely on it in order to feel worthy because the fact of life is I am going to be judged. 
I am going to be rejected, I am going to be abandoned and so how do I move through the world without living in total fear of these things? I give myself the security within myself that I will never do those things to myself and if I do I will always come back to myself. So if I fear abandonment which was a big big one for me I will literally say to myself Kat I will never abandon you I will never ever fucking give up on you Kat I am with you till the end if you fear rejection you know in in social in social circles in a romantic relationship even if I am rejected I will never reject myself. I will always say yes to myself. Even if other people judge me, I will, from today, choose not to judge myself. I will choose to speak kindly to myself. I will choose to back myself, to be my own cheerleader. Whatever you're seeking externally, you need to give that to yourself. And how you do that is up to you, but you just got to do it. (laughs) Like I say, whether it's physically, like just literally saying it out loud as if you're, you know, you're talking to yourself or whether it's through actions, how can you give that security to yourself? Because when you start to do this over time, you're validating yourself And the beauty of this is that is unconditional. Because as I say, even if, you know, even if my business failed tomorrow, I still fucking back myself. Even if everyone around me is like, wow, Kat, you have messed up. You are a hot mess. You have nothing left. I I could still wake up and say, you know what? I've messed up this is going to shit and I back myself and I choose not to judge myself through this. I choose never to abandon myself. I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to speak kindly to myself. My thoughts, my actions, the words that I speak to myself are going to reflect that validation, that unconditional validation. So, so important. The next thing I want to talk about is something that I like to call facts versus assumptions and I think this may this may be part of the workshop but I need to talk about it here a lot of the time when it comes to self-belief and just general I would say general negative self-talk or general you know negative thoughts assumptions are rife they are like a poison in your mind and I'm sure many of you can relate if you struggle with this you give it an inch and it takes nine you know you you give it a second of thought you give it a small amount of weight and then it just runs away with itself and suddenly you've got this inner monologue of this whole situation that you have made up in your head that doesn't even exist. 
it's not happened yet and it's probably never going to happen but you've let yourself run away with assumptions so addressing the facts versus the assumptions is really key in cultivating that self-belief and that that unshakable self-belief because if you can confidently say this is something I am assume I am holding my hands up and saying I have assumed this I am assuming this worst case scenario and quite honestly that is some BS because this isn't true this isn't a fact this isn't happening I'm anticipating something that may not even ever happen and I can put my hands up and say this is an assumption on my part. That is a really empowering place to be because from there, we have a choice. We have a choice moving forward. How do we want to approach that assumption? What do, we wanna, what do we wanna say in response to those assumptions? Because we can choose to say, oh no, like maybe you're right, maybe that will happen. Ugh. Or we can choose to say, but has that, has that actually happened? Is that true? What evidence do we have to support that? We have a lot of evidence to not support that, actually. We have a lot of evidence to prove the complete opposite. And if we're basing things on assumptions, there's 10 other assumptions that are actually more self-serving and allow me to sleep tonight and not be running around with thoughts in my head. The irony is the assumption is always the most negative, you know, the worst case scenario. When in reality, if you're going to consider the worst case scenario, you also must consider the best case scenario. Otherwise, that's just illogical and not fair to yourself. If you're going to let your mind run away, you may as well let it run away with the best possibilities and not just the worst case scenario. So, and I used to be a master of that, <laughs> a master of that worst case scenario. So my favorite thing to do, and I've shared this with many of my one-to-one clients, if you're listening, you might remember, really challenge those assumptions and really address those facts. So you can get a piece of paper out when you're doing this, and you can write down all of the thoughts. If you want to just brain dump the thoughts, amazing. Or if it serves you better to make two columns and write, you know, facts and facts under one and assumptions under the other. Or if you brain dump them, you can put like an F and an A next to them. Get really clear on the facts of the situation and the assumptions that you're mind is telling you so let's say I'm trying to think of a real life example so something that I might have and to be honest you know this still trips me up I might worry I'm the master at putting pressure on myself that is a real I'm really good at that (laughs) that is one of my skills um putting pressure on myself so maybe I am um, putting pressure on myself to 
like outperform my last launch or to you know go above and beyond in some way in my business I know many of you will experience this in your business or in your work classic overachiever so I might be worrying about not doing that currently maybe I'm worrying because I've not hit a certain target or a part like my brain is telling me halfway through do action in that it's not going to work or you're not going to you're not going to get there you're not going to hit it so in that situation I would write out what are the facts here what is actually happening so I'm during you know it's during a launch okay I previously have done xyz I have set a target to do xyz which is you know 50% more or whatever currently I am at xyz you know where are we at what is the real what is currently in front of us what is happening right now facts 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 (laughs) what are the assumptions the assumption is I'm not going to get there the assumption is I can't do it the assumption is I'm not good enough the assumption is people aren't going to, you know, no one else is going to sign up. The assumption is I'm going to be judged. The assumption is then it's going to have failed. The assumption is, you know, keep going and keep going and keep going. You just want to get all of those irrational thoughts out onto the page. And then we start to look at challenging those. So, you will often have a list in front of you full of assumptions and this is now where you have that choice with how you want to move forward. So some questions to ask yourself might be, what evidence do I have to support that? What evidence do I have to support that this is a failure or I'm rubbish or I'm not good enough? What evidence do I have to support the opposite? Because as I said, we always want to hit that balance. We always need to see the other side to the story. So if I am telling myself, you're not good enough, you're not going to do it, you're going to fail, it's going to flop. And the evidence is, well, in the past, I've always done it. In the past, I've gone above and beyond. And currently, I'm on track. The only thing here that is, you know, based in any fact are really positive things. And equally, how do I know? You know, how do I know? Who told me that? Who decided that? (laughs) No one, just me. So writing out those assumptions is a really great exercise to do. And something that I will often do from there is I'll get you, like I said there, to look at and challenge and reframe the negative assumptions. So if you're gonna assume, you may as well assume the best because which is gonna get like which is gonna make you feel better? Which is gonna get you further? Because if you're showing up assuming the best then you're going to show up with a totally different energy 
than if you were assuming the worst. I always love to think of, you know, a colleague or a friend or a family member or even just some randomer on the street. If someone makes like a sharp comment or they look at you a certain way or they have, you know, maybe they sigh in conversation with you or whatever, that is a classic example of your mind running away with you. Oh my God, they hate me. They're upset with me. This is terrible. I've upset them. What have I said? How dare they be upset with me? And we end up on this whole like internal monologue, almost arguing with the person in our head when all they did was frown at us or say a certain comment. And the assumptions here are always the worst. But a more helpful assumption would be, oh, they seem in a bad mood today. I wonder if they're stressed. I wonder if they're they're having a shit day. Maybe I should ask them that. Maybe I should ask them if they're okay and be open about that. Maybe I should address my negative assumptions and say, you you seem upset, are you okay? That is going to serve me so much better in that situation than if I had made it all about me and if I'd gone off on this like illogical tangent worrying about everything. This is just a better way to live your life, (laughs) assuming the best. Call me, you know, call me Pollyanna, call me um, unrealistic, whatever. I don't care (laughs) because I know that having this groundedness and showing up in the world, thinking the best of people and giving people the benefit of the doubt and giving myself the benefit of the doubt and focusing on the facts, not assumptions, that serves me and allows me to feel good and feel more confident and reduces my negative self-talk. So perhaps give it a go if you worry with this as well. The last thing I wanted to talk about is outsourcing your power. This is such a foundation of low self-esteem, poor self-belief. So many of us outsource our power. We, and this kind of, it, it, it feels like the same as external validation, but I think external validation is almost driven by like the ego. So you've done a great job. You're good enough. Badge of honour for you. You're attractive. You're great at your job. You know, gold star. Outsourcing power for me almost comes from like a deeper, deeper place of attaching attaching our emotions our so our power our belief system our experience of the world based on external factors so i some examples i wrote down were i will be happy if or if this happens then i'll feel proud of myself. When I'm earning this amount, then I'll be successful. 
when I lose this weight, then I'll be confident. If this inquiry turns out to be a new client, or if this interview is a yes and I get the job, then I'll be proud of myself. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be good enough. Outsourcing the power. When all of those things are already present within you, exclusive of anything happening outside of you, you are already worthy, you are already, you know, you are already capable of cultivating happiness, of cultivating, you know, abundance. Abundance is a feeling, it's a state of mind and a lot of us put off celebrating ourselves and put off feeling pride and patting ourselves on the back and saying, you know what, I've worked I've worked, I deserve this, I love myself, I'm really proud of myself. We put off, like, we we set this goalpost of, well, once I'm here, then I'm an abundant boss, successful babe. But once we get there, all we do is move the fucking goalpost. So it's like, oh no, well, I've got, I got that now, but now it's time to double that, and now it's time to to do this instead and to achieve this. I see this with clients all of the time and it it shakes that foundation of, of self-worth and self-belief because if we're never acknowledging our power, if we're never com- fir- first and foremost coming from that place of I am good enough, I am worthy, I am capable of, you know, I am responsible for my own happiness. This this income or this business or this interview or this partner, they are not responsible for my happiness, I am. And when we come from that place first and foremost, that is solid ground. That is what I mean by unshakable. It's like that foundation, that strong grounded foundation because what we're doing here is we're self-sourcing. We're self-sourcing our power. We're self-sourcing our happiness. We're taking responsibility for that first, knowing that outside of any aspect of our lives, we are always, we are always that, you know, we are always powerful, we are always worthy. This is separating you from your life and from your world so you like your abundance is not your job title your abundance is not you as this amazing self-sourcing beautiful capable incredible human being you are not your job title you are not your income. You are not the money in your bank account. You are not how many Instagram followers you have. You are not, you know, a swipe, a fucking swipe on a dating app. You are you. <laughs> and you don't need any of those things to know that. 
And when you know that first and foremost, that stuff is great. It's a bonus. It's it's cool. <laughs> you know, it's nice. We are not here to not enjoy life. We are not here to to sit around and not want all of these things. But if you are attaching you and your self-worth to those things, that is shaky ground. That is that is dangerous territory. Because if you are your job title and you lose your job, who are you? If you are the, you know, you let's call myself out as an example. If I am my business, if I am Kat the coach, Kat the founder, Kat the, you know, coach of the Put Yourself First Sisterhood, if if I am if I am attaching myself as a human being to those things, who am I without that? This is like an identity crisis that so many people fall into. Hello, midlife crisis, you know. That is a a cliche for a reason because we chase these external things, we outsource our power to these external things. Oh, well then then I'll get the promotion and then I'll be good enough. Oh, great, got the promotion. Oh, that's done now. Time for the next promotion. Oh, well now I need to send the kids to private school. Now I need to do this. Now I need to sort my pension out. Now I need to, you know, get this next house up. Now I need to get this nice car. Outsource, outsource, outsource. I am my job title. I am my income. I am, you know, how good I am a parent or whatever. Constantly outsourcing. When in reality, you are you even if all of that goes away tomorrow. And that, I think, is a real challenge for many people because we don't want to consider that. We don't want to consider who we'd have to be, who we are without our job, without our family, without our, you know, where we live, without any of those things that as, you know, as human beings and as a community, we do build our identity around these things. But, and that's really healthy and a beautiful thing, but it's when it becomes imbalanced and you are outsourcing you and attaching that to those situations because you are you regardless of any number of those things. And I don't really have like a, oh, just go and do this and then you can feel like that. with this one I think it's more a journey of self-discovery so I guess tying it all together that would be where something like the sisterhood or coaching would come into it because it's all about self-discovery and exploring who you are you know how do you what makes you tick what are your what are your negative thoughts? What is your negative self-talk? What does your inner critic hold you back from doing? What is important to you? All of these questions, whilst you might be like, oh, that's a lot to think about on a Monday morning, 
this is how we begin to reconnect and remember. I think the word I'm looking for is remember who we are. And that is a gift to give yourself, to remember who you are before the world told you who to be, before society said, you you need this, you need to do this in order to be good enough, you need to say this, you need to be the, this type of parent, you need to have this job to be successful. Before the world told you who to be, who were you, who are you? It's about this, you know, becoming that self-resourced human and taking radical responsibility for yourself starts with that, who am I? (laughs) Um, And part of, you know, to get you started on that journey, I would really look at, like, your values. What's most important to you? What did you love doing when you were a kid? What do you do like when you're on your own and no one can see you and no one's judging you, you know, no one's, no one's looking at you? What are you like? Who are you? Um, such an important, such an important thing to consider and probably like the ongoing part of, of self-belief is continually reconnecting with yourself in whatever way that looks for you journaling, meditation, um, going for a walk in nature, you know, if you love to dance or run or do a certain workout, doing that, even for me, just like lying with my eyes closed, looking at the sun with sunglasses on and so like feeling the sun on my face, it's those little moments where I'm like, this is me, like, this is, this is now, and whatever way you connect with that, and you can be present with, with the now, make time for that on a regular basis, if you're working on your self-belief, because it's all about the relationship that you have with yourself, and from there, we cultivate that belief that, well, obviously I'm worthy, obviously I'm going to get that job, obviously my business is going to be successful because I am this infinitely capable, you know, unlimited human being on this planet at this very moment of the history of the universe. So I am literally a miracle. (laughs) That is my, that is my dream for you all to feel that. So I hope this has given you some insight and sparked some food for thought for you. As always, share your takeaways with me. Screenshot your podcast app, share it on your Instagram stories or if you'd prefer to chat privately, you can DM me, um, DM me your thoughts and if any of this has resonated with you today, you need to sign up to the workshop because you're going to get some, you're going to feel really supported and really empowered. It's always a vibe. It's always like a party. And you're also going to receive some very tangible tools that you can take and use in your day-to-day. So you're going to have actionable, tangible things to take away 
and feel the benefit of in your day-to-day life. So I'll see you there. I am sending you so much love and power and reminding you once again, final, last but not least, you are fucking incredible. You have got this. You can do this. And I know it. You know it. (laughs) And I know it. So have an amazing week and we will speak very soon. If you are here at the end of the episode, I am sending you so much love and gratitude for spending your time listening to the podcast this week. Make sure you're subscribed and following in your podcast app so you don't miss the next one. I would love for you to share your biggest takeaway from this episode with me on social media. So if you're over on Instagram, please tag me in your stories at cat underscore horrocks or just send me a DM. And if you agree that the impact and message behind the Put Yourself First podcast needs to be spread far and wide, please rate and review Put Yourself First in Apple Podcasts and share this episode on to a friend. To discover more about the Put Yourself First community, including how we can work together, head to cathorrocks.com or if you're on the go, check out the show notes for the links that you'll need. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to put yourself first.